Business Foundations for Mums with me, Kate Butcher, is the podcast to listen to if you are a mum who is ready to launch your business, not sure where to start or wanting to turn that sideline into something more serious. It will be full of practical tips, mindset advice and inspirational and honest interviews with mums who are juggling business and motherhood. Supporting mums in business to turn your dream into a reality. Hello and welcome to Business Foundations for Mums. Today I thought that I would come and talk to you a little bit about overwhelm. Overwhelm is something that I think most people have faced at some point in their lives but I think without doubt it's almost inevitable that as a mum and a mum running a business that you are going to feel overwhelmed at some point, that things are going to feel like a real struggle at times. So just to clarify the definition of overwhelm and that we're on the same page with this, Overwhelm is when things are too much or almost too much to manage. And when you think about all of the tasks that you have to do as a parent, but also as a business owner, then it's quite easy to see how it's very easy to slip into overwhelm. So I go through cycles with overwhelm and you might find that you might notice a pattern as well. But one of the things that I have found over the years that does really help is if I recognize the signs that I'm slipping into overwhelm and knowing the things that I can do that might be able to help me to come out of overwhelm or to push past it. Pushing past maybe isn't the right way because that means you're not necessarily easing things up a little bit, but certainly to allow myself to carry on functioning as a, a normal human being. So for myself, overwhelm always presents itself when things become a real challenge, when everything just becomes a struggle and when I start to hide my head in the sand and stop responding to people, stop interacting, I, I almost withdraw from everyone around me when I'm feeling really overwhelmed with life. But I also find that I become really irritable with the children. And that is a really quick way for me to know that I'm slipping into overwhelm and I need to take some action to, to do something about that. Again, overwhelm can show in different ways for different people. So procrastination is a great one. When my to-do list is far too long and is really overwhelming, I will procrastinate about doing anything on the list instead of actively taking some action and, and starting to get rid of some of the things on that list. Another trigger for me, I start pay, playing Candy Crush on my phone. <laughs> I know I'm slipping into overwhelm when I open up Candy Crush in an evening and decide to start playing that when there's a hundred other things that I should be doing. And that's when things have become so overwhelming that I can't make a decision about what is the most effective use of my time? What's the best task for me to do next to start moving forward and to start working out my way out of the overwhelm? I just do none of them and I open up Candy Crush. I actually don't really enjoy playing Candy Crush that much, but it's it's an escape for me. It's a way that I can step out of that overwhelm for a minute and just do something really mind-numbing that will really just take me away from all of the stresses and struggles that are going on in my mind and that really over-busy mind that's going on. Other ways that people can go into overwhelm. I was reading an article recently about a lady who said she just almost went numb when she felt really overwhelmed. She realized that she just didn't really have any emotions Emotion. She was just doing things day to day and wasn't really feeling anything. So that can be something to keep an eye out for. That can also obviously be connected to other other issues as well. Things like depression and overwhelm can definitely be a contributing factor to depression. So it's it's definitely one to keep in check and make sure that you do get the the correct and effective support if you feel that you're slipping down that route as well. And I have been there in the past, definitely. So I do know how that feels. Another way that 
overwhelm can show up is by feeling overly emotional. And I say overly emotional. You prob- I probably shouldn't use the word overly because being emotional is being emotional. You can't, it can't really be too much or too little. But I find that I become irrationally emotional when I'm overwhelmed. I become, as I said, quite irritable with the children, but I will be quite irrational in my emotion with my husband as well. So he could say the littlest thing that, ha- that has no ill intent whatsoever and it can really trigger quite a reaction in me. So again, that's something that I do need to keep an eye out for. And overwhelm can present in a number of other ways as well. Some people go into overdrive when they're overwhelmed and try and push their way out of it by really sort of doing loads and loads and being really, you know, overly productive. And in doing so, it can mean that sometimes the quality isn't up to the standard that you would always do. Something else that can really affect people when they're feeling really overwhelmed is distractions. So maybe spending loads of extra time reverting back to something that you know is potentially not a bad habit, but something that is going to take away your time from the things that are causing you frustration and that are causing you the overwhelm. So if going to the gym or exercising excessively is something that is a way that you slip into overwhelm, that's definitely one to keep an eye on as well. Overeating can be another one. Overeating can be caused by stress. It can be caused by all sorts of things, but anxiety, but it can also most definitely be triggered by overwhelm. And I find that as well. I find myself just going straight to the snack cupboard if I'm feeling really overwhelmed because it's a distraction from what I'm supposed to be doing. So when I'm feeling really overwhelmed with the amount of things I need to do, then I quite often will go and, and snack. So what can we do if we're feeling overwhelmed? Different things work for different people. So it's about trying out a few different things and seeing what works for you. And also that will, of course, depend on the different ways that overwhelm is presenting for you. If you can start to identify what your triggers are to overwhelm and you can identify what things you can do that can help to step out of that overwhelm or step back from that overwhelm, then that will give you the opportunity to start to be able to manage your overwhelm a little bit better. Notice it when it's starting to creep up and take action before it really starts to take hold and it can become quite debilitating at that point. So I'm going to give you a few examples of the things that I like to do when I'm feeling really overwhelmed. If you listened to my time management episode, you will have heard me talk about brain dumping. Brain dumping, I find, is a hugely helpful exercise when you're feeling overwhelmed. Because if you've got too much to manage, quite often, I don't know about you, but a lot of those things that you need to do, particularly the family-related stuff, is just in your head. It's not necessarily written down in lists or somewhere where you can easily access it. It's just that your brain is starting to become overly full with the amount of things that you know you have responsibility for doing. So I like to do a brain dump and I like to make a cup of tea or something that's really soothing so I can just go and relax, sit in the corner of the sofa, somewhere really comfortable with a big sheet of paper. And when I say a sheet of paper, I mean a notepad because you might well go on to page two or page three. And I like to write a list of everything that is going on in my brain that I know needs some action. So that is every single thing on my to-do list for my business. Everything that is in the background, you know, all of those tasks where you think, oh, when I get round to it, I'm going to work on my SEO for my website a little bit more. Or when I actually have a little bit more brain capacity, I'm going to start working on looking. I'm One of mine at the moment is at some point in the future, I want to be looking at getting some content out onto LinkedIn. At the moment, it's a platform I don't use, but one for the future. Make sure you include absolutely everything on the list. Whether it is the things that you know need to be done today, 
that could be appointments, that could be tasks that you know need to be done, anything that you know needs to be done this week, this month, at some point, anything that is outstanding as a task that needs to be done in your brain that is taking up brain capacity in your internal to-do list, get it out onto that list. Make sure you include everything on your list that you need to do within your household, whether it's get a load of washing on, because you know there's always going to be a load of washing that needs to go on, isn't there? Get the washing up done from last night that hasn't been finished, whether it's make dinner for tonight, all of those daily tasks that you know need to be done, but equally anything that you know is a task that is not a regular occurrence that needs to be done around the house. So it might be, you know, decorate a bedroom or it might be book a, a dentist appointment for the children, whatever it might be that a task is that that's somewhere in your head and it's taking up any brain capacity at all. So all of the household tasks, all of the family admin tasks, anything on your personal to-do list, book that spa day, that would be an awesome one. The reason that's in my mind is because I am in the process of trying to organize a spa day. So that one's been in my mind a lot recently. All of those all of those tasks, all of those things that you know need to get done, book your travel insurance for the holiday that you've got planned in the summer, everything that is personal, that is admin, that is business, that is absolutely anything at all, put it on that list. Get it out of your head and get it out on paper. Just that alone is hugely helpful because it frees up brain capacity. And when you free up brain capacity, you're massively reducing the amount of overwhelm that you feel. So it's really, really important to get everything out of your head and down onto paper and that is a task that I definitely recommend for everyone to try whether you know I, I say different things work for different people but definitely finding a way of getting things out of your head and either onto paper or onto a list on your phone or whichever format works for you just get the things out of your head to free up that brain capacity if you know that you have got everything written down then you don't need to be thinking about remembering it the next thing that you need to think about doing is how you are going to prioritize all of those tasks that are causing you so much overwhelm. If you know that you've got 20 things on your list and you know that you only have the time capacity to get 10 of them done today and there's 20 that absolutely must be done today, then you're going to need to look at another option. You need to think about how you can prioritize those in a different way. Which things can be pushed to tomorrow? Which things are not the end of the world if they don't get done? If it's something that absolutely has to get done and you don't think you've got the capacity to do it, then you will need to look at another solution for how to get that done. Is there someone you can draft in to help you with it? Is it a clash of diaries for various things? Can you ask someone else to pick the kids up from school so that you've got a bit more brain capacity to do things? Whatever it might be, Think of a way to get the things out of the way that are absolutely urgent and that are playing on your mind the most. Because if they're playing on your mind and you're procrastinating over them, you can get those things out of the way. Then that's one less thing to play on your mind. And if it's something that's really bothering you for one reason or another, then and really frustrating you, really adding to that overwhelm, then if you can get that task done and out of the way, then that's going to free up brain capacity for you. Having some time to yourself is also massively important. And whether that is having a day away and doing something just for you, that would be absolutely amazing. But I know with the reality of life, it's really, really hard to be able to do that. Having an activity or a hobby or something that you can do that takes you out of the house and allows you some time for some free space and some free time for your brain can be massively helpful as well. So if you've got the ability, if you've got someone at home who can look, up, look after the children, maybe just try and get yourself out for a walk. Get out in the fresh air, get out in nature. See if you can find a way to get out just for a short amount of time. If exercising is your thing, you see if you can find a regular time to get to the gym and 
and do some exercise or whatever the exercise is, wherever it is that you go to get your exercise, that can be really, really helpful as well. But you do need to make sure that you put those times in your diary and you stick to them and you don't let other things that need to be done take over the time that you should be spending on yourself. Because if you are spending time on yourself, it will really, really help ease the pressure and the stress that is caused by all the other stuff that's going on. And then everything will feel more manageable and more productive and you'll be able to start working through the tasks on your list. So ensuring that you get that time to yourself is really important. If you don't have the capacity to get out of the house, if you have children at home and you don't have anyone who can look after them, then having some time to yourself, you know, maybe when they've gone to bed or first thing in the morning before they get up or maybe when they're at school, to find a pocket of time during the day that you can have for yourself to do something for you, having a nice bubble bath, doing some meditation, all of those things can really, really help. Just having some time that's peace and quiet for you is hugely, hugely important. If you have a small baby at home, sometimes you need a good night's sleep. So having a partner who's willing to get up one night and just do all of the the night wakes at some point can be really helpful. Maybe sleep in a different room if that's a possibility so that you're not disturbed. Finding ways to, to actually get the rest that you need. Sleep is massively important. And if we're feeling like we're not getting enough sleep, if we're feeling exhausted physically, that's going to have a really big impact on how we're feeling emotionally. It's going to have a really big impact on the amount of overwhelm that we feel because we're running on empty effectively when it comes to sleep. So making sure that you get a reasonable night's sleep, if you can, again, if you're in a position where you've got a small baby who wakes every few hours, that's not going to be very practical at the moment, but it's definitely something to look forward to in the future because it will happen. But you know, where, where you can try to make sure that you get a good night's sleep. Don't go to bed too late and try not to get up too early, particularly if you've had a late night. Make sure you get those extra few hours of sleep that you need to really recover and recuperate so that you feel ready to start working through that overwhelm and pushing through the rest of the things that you have on your to-do list. And a final thing is not only recognize the signs, but talk to people around you about what's going on. If you've got a partner at home, tell your partner that you're feeling really overwhelmed. Tell your partner that you do need a bit of help and a break, that you need somebody to just step up and take the pressure off for a little while. The response you get will obviously depend on your partner. Um, and I have to say that my husband's responses over the years have improved massively. It used to be that he wouldn't really seem to think that that was much of an issue and he didn't really understand what I needed. But over the years, we've really come to develop an understanding that he knows that if I really ask and say I'm feeling really overwhelmed and that I ask for his help and support, he might well be feeling really overwhelmed with work as well. But we can try and support each other as best we can at the times when we are able to. Hopefully you've had a little chance to think about some of the things that might help if you're really struggling with overwhelm. But definitely reach out. Let me know if you're struggling with overwhelm and we can talk through it. I'm more than happy to talk to anyone who's really, really struggling with everything that's going on. But think about some of those tips that we've talked about today. See what works for you. Try to find what works to help you get through that overwhelm and try to recognize the signs so that next time it starts to creep up, you're ready for it. Thank you for joining us here at Business Foundations for Mums. You can find all of our episodes, show notes and blog posts at businessfoundationsformums.co.uk. You can join our free Facebook group called Business Foundations for Mums or our low-cost BFFM membership for additional resources and support. And you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook. 